Hope will arise out of the ashes of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Grab your shoes, lace them up as we start strolling through this week's episode. Welcome to the beginning of the Offendable Me series. We are going to start with an article titled, Fake Lashes, Ripped Pants, and the Green One-Eyed Monster. I remember growing up that my mom would cut those pie slices exactly the same, precisely down to the millimeter, so no one could claim that they got shorted. Now that I'm all grown up, I try my best to treat others the same so they get served equal pieces of pie from my table. My high sense of justice and need to be so black and white about right and wrong won't let me operate any other way. This also becomes my nightmare when I perceive others are inequitable. It causes me to not always look at what I have, but get ticked off when I believe I've been shorted. Guaranteed, I also fail at this equal treatment thing, no matter how hard I try. But hey, a girl's got to have goals, right? Isn't it amazing the slack I give myself on the tightrope I expect others to walk? We are all such hypocrites in our grace for ourselves and lack thereof for others. Inequality, what is that really? Equitable treatment, is that even possible? What if I have it all wrong? What if equality isn't about the same items, but loving people how they individually need it from us? Either way, this is where Hulk comes out. We had visitors for a special occasion, and it came across that we did not have the same interest in keepsake photos for the event. One of the participants was in ripped play pants, ruggedly enjoying life. I tried speaking up, then back down to simply get photos and make the best of things. This is where comparison became the thief of joy. The next day, they showed up to visit other people in fake eyelashes and matching clothes. They were decked out to the nines. My heart reeled. Why didn't we deserve that? This is when the Lord dealt with me. You see, this story really isn't about them. And if what they did was right or wrong, intentional or accidental, but with me and my filthy heart, we can justify insecurity, envy, jealousy any way we want to, but it's still breaking one of the Ten Commandments. We also cannot force anyone to demonstrate love towards us in the same way they love another person. Yeah. I bet you didn't see that one coming. Neither did I. Exodus 20, 17 and Deuteronomy 5, 21 address this. Quote, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Exodus twenty seventeen. Do not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Nothing. Nada. Niente. God actually states, thou shalt not, in order to get all dramatic about it. And then he lists the items as examples. 
Coveting something we do not have and resenting that it was given to someone else breaks one of the big 10. To be honest, I never would have looked at it like this if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit. My insecurities at perceived differences in treatment had me morphing into the one-eyed monster like Hulk before I even knew what happened. I stood there in my tattered clothes from my hijacked emotions, desperately seeking normal while wondering what exactly morphed me. What if I was missing quite a bit? What if fake eyelashes had me looking at it all wrong? What if they didn't feel like they had to pretend around us? What if they felt they could just be themselves because we offer that unconditional love and safety for them? What if they don't feel like they have to perform up to a certain standard? What if play pants and bare lashless faces were actually gifts that they were giving us? Now, none of that could be true, but what if they were? Isn't it always better to think the best of others in situations? Philippians 4, 8, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Love is unique to the individual and shouldn't be replicated identically. That's why every relationship is so different. You can love with all of your heart and how you demonstrate that love will be very personalized specifically to the person you are loving at that moment. No two relationships are the same. So we cannot expect, nor should we want, to be treated the same. It would feel so robotic, disingenuous, and fake. If you are in a similar situation, the solution is easy and super hard all at the same time. It's called repentance. Lord, please forgive me for wanting something that isn't meant for me. Forgive me for wanting, coveting, what someone else was given. Heal my heart from the pain of this perceived injustice and help me to see them with your eyes, Lord. Help me to love them how you want them to be loved. In Jesus' name, amen. Quote, I continue to pray for your love to grow and increase beyond measure, bringing you into the rich revelation of spiritual insight in all things. This will enable you to choose the most excellent way of all, becoming pure and without offense until the unveiling of Christ. Philippians 1, 9 through 10, the Passion Translation. Now, Today, I addressed giving the benefit of the doubt and introspection. Next week, we're going to talk about dealing with people who intentionally hurt us and when it crosses the line in a vindictive way. See you next week. I am grateful you decided to walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I pray that through our conversation, Jesus reveals how he is bridging broken to breakthrough as we stroll through another mile in this journey called life. Hope will arise if you let him in your life today. To listen to past episodes or find out more, please visit 
hopewillarise.com.